Hey, bitches. Hi. What up? I'm exhausted. Fucking preach. <laughs> um, if you didn't know, this is Hot for Justice, and this yes. is Jamie. And I'm Jessica. Yeah. Um, sorry that we didn't have an episode last out last week. Wow, words are hard already. This is going to yeah. go great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quick story are, time. I, yeah. I'm broken. I uh, have a pinched nerve in my neck that's either sleep-related or posture-related, or both, because I didn't, like, do anything. Well, and you've been stressed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably a combination of all three of those things, honestly. So it just is what it is. Um, So yeah, I could barely move last weekend and, like, the first half of the week. (laughs) And then her husband almost broke his toe. Yes, he dropped a 10-pound weight on his toe the other day. And so that's been real fun. Ugh, gross. Zach is thriving. <laughs> We're all thriving. Yeah, truly. And you have a, you know, baby going through sleep regression still. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just. And I'm not sleeping well. Like, just in general. Right. So. Yeah, it's been really fun. I'm exhausted. I have no energy today. I'm sorry about it. It's but, all good. um. I have an interesting case, so it's kind of creepy. Same. Mine's also interesting. And yeah. I go first, yeah? Yep, you're first. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Also, we're going to have a screen recap of Amanda Knox up Wednesday. Yes. Um, and then after that, we're going to be doing each episode of Trial by Media, which is on Netflix currently. Mm-hmm. Each episode is a different case. Um, I think I'm already three in. It's really interesting and also really sad. And some of the episodes kind of have... Um, like they're pretty much all cases from the 90s but they definitely have a lot um of similarities between things that are kind of happening now yeah um that's kind of what you're telling me yeah it's like a lot um, of like racial discrepancies and shit like that yeah and honestly it's really sad so i I had to turn it off the other day because i was just like super bummed that this is still happening almost 30 years later it's ridiculous so anyways long story short um that's kind of what's on the menu um it's on the menu i like that (laughs) yeah so um yep you up cool 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 um i feel like i had something else to say it might come to me it might not and i'm not really sure (laughs) 50 50 oh i did have a question for you that has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast um did you ever try that dip nail set again because i know you were having issues with it because we've talked about it on the podcast before that you ordered it yeah you weren't thrilled with the first set you did god it turned out terrible the first and that was just me because it's it's a difficult thing to like learn the second time I did it I did it better but I they kind of popped off after a week so I think the last two I think I figured out your problem because I had the same problem and also like my gel nails when I do them at home I could maybe get a week week and a half out of them yeah when when I get them done professionally I can get like three weeks out of them yeah me too so I ordered on Amazon a nail dehydrator and a primer. I will send you the link. Um, okay. I did a set of gel nails on my hand uh, on my yeah, hand yesterday. Um, it's like a thermal gel polish. I ordered some new colors too, but it's like one of those ones different. that, like under cold water, they like turn a different color. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, if anyone's interested in some links, I will. I can provide them. Just send me a DM. But yeah. I will send you the link to the primer and dehydrator. I just thought about this this morning 
because I thought that of you. My help. Yeah, I also ordered some static nails, which are like yeah. the reusable pop-on manicures. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do. I like them. They are like more expensive than your typical drugstore. Because they're like what, like twenty twenty five dollars a set or something. It was like twenty if you yeah. include shipping. Like if you order so many, you get it free shipping. Right. But I didn't because I just wanted to try it. Totally. Um. They are easier to file and cut down than like than like your typical ones. drugstore yeah. ones. They're like bendy, but the thing is, it breaks like something. So like right now, mine are ch- they're like chipping a little bit. If that makes oh, weird. sense. Yeah. They still look. I mean, they look good. They look really they good. They have yeah. come off a little bit. Like I think I've replaced like four. Like mm-hmm. re-glued them on. Um, but overall, I think I'm pretty happy with them, and I would probably order from them again. Nice. Um, I've heard good things. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I think next time maybe I'll just, like, try to clean off my nails a little bit better and get it to stick on there. But, yeah, so far, good things. Yeah. So that was enough about Nail Corner. I just yeah. thought about nail you corner. when I put well, that uh, dehydrator I also stuff. have an earring corner, so I taught myself how to beat earrings, and this is my latest <gasps> pair. You can't see, but Those I'll probably. Those are so cute. Um. I can probably put them on our Instagram, but yeah. Yeah. So I'm working on my third pair. I'm trying to like kind of build up a little bit of an inventory and then I probably will sell them. So if you guys nice. are interested in some handmade, like Native American style beaded earrings. Yeah. Those are really cool. I like those. Thank you. You're so, welcome. I'm making Jamie some, I just am waiting for some bead, beads to come in Ooh. because I didn't have enough of those royal blue ones to make you a full. Well, I earrings. appreciate you going the extra mile. Anytime. For my business partner. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Tell so, us about your murder. Yes. So this one's a little bit wild. Um, so, of course, I got this from Reddit. Wow, shocker. Me doing something original? <laughs> I'm never. shocked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would... I would never just pull something off of Reddit. Not, not one time. <laughs> never. Never. I... You know, that just seems like something that I would never do. I did a little bit of my research today. I'm, I'm pretty proud about it. Ooh, that makes one of us. And I'm, I'm just... also tired and need a nap, so there we are. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, <laughs> so this comes from a user... Oh, God, I think it's Ecto Jinx. Okay. That's what I'm going with. Anyway, Excellent. it'll be linked in the description. It, you'll you'll have the link to it if y'all want it. Yeah. Yes. So, um, this is an unresolved murder that took place in Australia. Um, mate. Is there, yes, mate. Uh, <laughs> is there anything more frustrating than an obvious suspects but a lack of evidence? The murder of Brett Wynn. For real. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I saw this on Reddit because I was perusing Reddit. So. <laughs> yeah, this was just posted a couple of days, or earlier today, as yeah, of the day we're recording. Why. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. but it was like hot and trending on the Reddit Unresolved Mysteries page. So yes, like, it was. It was. But for good reason. It's it's a little bit bonkers. I didn't read it, so thankfully we didn't do the same case again. <laughs> no, that's also why I asked you initially because I had another case that I liked, and I'm gonna do it. End up doing it next week, but I was like, oh, pick one. So that way, I was like giving you like a little bit of information so that like yeah. we could suss out if they were the same. But like, you know, not I really enough. like. I had a case. I know I had one prepared because I had two prepared for the last time. That's what I thought. We, yeah. And I have no idea what I did with it. It's gone. It ran away. But I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, so Brett Wynn was a 24-year-old from Port Norlunga, South Australia. Is that right? Do you know? Uh, Nor- Norlunga? 
N-O-A-R-L-U-N-G-A. It sounds right. Sure. Where is it at? Uh, Southern Australia. uh, Okay. I I don't know if that's helpful at all. (laughs) It is, yes. A little bit. (laughs) I've never been. I don't know anything about the geography of Australia. um, So truly, I couldn't tell you. Um, I'll tell you what Google's telling me right now. It's a suburb in the city of Ankaparinga, South Australia. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a bigger city. I lived in New South Wales, so I don't know. Excellent. (laughs) It's a different state, if for those of you who aren't familiar. I have no idea. (laughs) Oh. I didn't know they were broken up into states. Yeah. There's six of them, I think. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. The more you know. There's New South Wales, um, Queensland, the Northern Territory... Uh, South Australia. Uh, there, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we're we're great at this. <sighs> yeah, you know, it's I only lived there for six months, so whatever. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You're not expected to know everything after only six months. Don't worry. It, exactly. Um. So Brett was an assistant manager at a local supermarket and was engaged to his fiance Carolyn. On November 16th of 1989, around 8 p.m., Carolyn sees him get into a late model white Ford sedan in the driveway of their home. It's being driven by a man who is unknown to her. Brett rings her later that night to say he would be home soon, but is never seen or heard from again. That same night, the supermarket where he worked at is robbed. The thieves gain access uh, with a pin code and use an employee code to disable the alarms. Keys are used to open the safe. Almost $60,000 in cash is stolen. Dang. Uh, Yeah. Police suspect Brett's involvement in the robbery and attribute his disappearance to him going on the run. Fast forward to 1997. So, what is that, nine years later? Yeah. Who um, yeah. math. Surprise. <laughs> Ooh. I can only do math if the answer is less than ten. <laughs> that was a big one for us. <laughs> but round numbers are thoroughly appreciated and preferred. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, information thanks to, so uh, fast forward to 1997 information thanks to a public appeal suggests that he had in fact been murdered ooh your dog is over there getting salty he was <laughs> and I was muted so oh just kidding there was a <laughs> everybody <bark>. missed that <laughs> well I'm glad I brought it up then he's being a turd <laughs> some people's kids honestly uh, um, so this informa- information led police to believe that Brett was part of a three-man gang suspected of several robberies on supermarkets in the area shortly before he was murdered. The tip only names one person who's, uh, who goes by David. Um, after two years of investigation, police identified two suspects, David Christopher Cox and a second man who isn't identified for legal reasons. Um, both hmm. suspects are interviewed, and while they admit they knew Brett, they deny any knowledge of his murder or involvement in any of the robberies. Fast forward again to 2002, uh, a person contacts police and tells them that Brett's body had been initially dumped on the side of the road at Cape Jervis, which is about an hour from his house, um, and then after a few days had been uh, taken to David Cox's house at Hackham West, which is about nine minutes away from Brett's house. Um, I don't know if you know where any of that is, but... No, I Excellent. don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of didn't think so, but I just had to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Um... So this person who gave this information is an acquaintance of Cox and claims that he was asked to help bring Brett's body back from Cape Jervis and that when they had arrived at Cox's house, um, a grave was already prepared under a bedroom's floorboards. He claims that the body is inside of a surfing bag. Um, Yikes. Uh-huh. 
Investigators decide to excavate Cox's house, and under the floorboards of a bedroom, they do in fact find Brett's skeletal remains inside of a surf bag. Whoa, Charlie, can we not do that? Whoa, our <laughs> dogs today, man. Some people's kids. I know, there must be something going on in the air. <laughs> you know, it's just that Sunday afternoon feeling, am I right? I guess so. <laughs> um... Do, 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 do. So yeah, they find the skeletal remains. In 2004, Cox is charged with murder, but despite a seemingly insurmountable amount of insurmountable amount, that's a fucking mouthful. Um, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, the insurmountable amount of damning evidence, which con- included recovering Brett's remains from his house and the testimony of the informant who claimed to have helped Cox bury uh, Mr. Wynn, the jury t- returned a majority verdict of not guilty. Um, Damn. I know. Fucking insane. Um, do, 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 do. Cox's defense is mainly centered around how untrustworthy and of poor character key witnesses were. Majority of the witnesses were heavily involved in drugs back in 1989 and now have some quote-unquote mental issues. Um, Cox would then commit suicide a number of years later. An odd twist um, for almost a year following Brett's disappearance, Carolyn, his fiance. Uh, received weekly food deliveries, sometimes delivered by a man that she later identifies as Cox. These deliveries ceased only when Carolyn begins a new relationship. Um, a recent police statement on the case um, from one of the uh, like sergeants, um, if anyone can come forward in relation to their knowledge of the third person involved in those supermarket breaks in the late 1980s, that would assist us. There were others who knew about these break-ins and didn't cooperate with us at any time. So... Basically, there's a third person just kind of on the loose, and that man who committed suicide probably got away with murder. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Fucking insane. Yeah, it is. But yeah, that was that one. It was short and, you know, definitely not sweet, but... (laughs) Definitely not sweet. But I thought it was kind of of wild that that guy got off. Yeah, that is wild. Like, he was literally found in that guy's house. Wow. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy. That's sad, too. Yeah. And I'm sure his fiance never got any peace. Oh, or no. anyone else. Nope. Well. Yeah. Same. Well, I have another bummer for us. Oh, boy. Bring and on the bummer. Trigger warning. If you're afraid of clowns, you might not want to listen. Zach. <laughs> Is he? Oh, yeah. Zach doesn't like clowns. Oh, I'm so glad you told me that. <laughs> Oh, I have a surprise come Halloween for Zach. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, funny. I hope he listens um, to this to find out what all the secrets are. I know, right? Okay, so I found mine on Reddit. By, I used two Reddit threads. One, the username's deleted. And the other username, Hotel India. Or, yeah, Hotel India, I think. That sounds legit. Yeah. It's about the murder of Marlene Warren. Who was 40 years old in May of 1990. Uh, Someone knocked on her door of her um, West Palm Beach house. And when she answered it, she found a person there who was um, dressed up as a clown. Oh. Oh, my. Which. Weird. Yeah, Um, I mean, I wouldn't really be fond of an unexpected clown visitor. I wouldn't open the door, but yeah, no. she opened the door, the person was dressed as a clown, and they had flowers and balloons. So she probably just thought, like, oh, it's like a flower delivery and right. they're dressed up or whatever. Well, when she took 
the items out of the clown's hands, the clown pulled out a gun and shot Marlene in the face. Holy fucking shit. Yep. Um, Marlene's son arrived at the house just in time to see the clown get into a white Chrysler LeBaron and drive away. I thought you were the... going to say a fucking fl- a clown car. <laughs> well, that would be very hard to get away in. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like clowns have different physics than people do. It's maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, the car was found four days later by the police. It had been reported stolen from a car rental agency. And guess who the car rental agency was run by? Was it run by her? Her husband, <gasps> Mike. Weird. In the car, a brown paper bag was found in the trunk along with orange fibers. And, um, like, the orange fibers were, like, what would be from a a clown's wig. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, the the brown paper bag was from a store called Publix. So, um, Marlene was in the hospital for two days and she died of her injuries. Um, So, everybody kind of focused in on her husband as you do in a case like this naturally um, but he had a strong alibi he was reportedly miles away from the house in a car with two of his friends so it was really of solid of course he was um, yeah so a solid few, right a few hours later like after marlene had been shot an anonymous caller called in a tip that pointed to mike warren and a woman named sheila keen so there were rumors that they were both ha- they were having an affair with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, she ran a car repossession company that sometimes did work for his car rental company, so they knew each other from that. So um, they were like business associates y- or whatever. Yes. And that's what they they basically there was their party line. Um, he was regularly seen at her apartment, but they denied being romantically involved. They did admit to traveling together for business. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure sure it was strictly business. Right. (laughs) Um, So the police are kind of narrowing in. Um, Two employees at the grocery store uh, basically described the woman who came in to buy flowers and um, the balloons. And the description matched Sheila. And she was, it was, the description also matched, um, like, the clown makeup and stuff. So maybe she was just really bad at makeup and the people just made an assumption that that's funny, but no, she had a wig like in, in full on like white cover your face makeup. So she was intentionally trying to like disguise Well, damn. You. There, she there goes my, you know, one theory to get her off theory. I know. Um, yeah. So then they like, I guess, um, found orange fibers consistent with the wig hair in her home. All right, this is looking real bad for what's her name? Sheila. Shirley, Shirley, Sheila. Sheila. I was about to call her Shirley. <laughs> no, though, it wasn't looking bad enough because the case went cold for 27 years. I am so sorry. What did you just tell me? Yes, 27 <laughs> years. Holy 20, shit. 27 of them. So apparently it wasn't enough. Um, so basically your lifetime. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, she... 
okay, so he was arrested in 1992, so two years later, but not for murder. He was arrested for racketeering, odometer fraud, grand theft, and petty theft, because essentially what he was doing with his business was rolling back odometers of the cars from his agency so that he could get warranty repairs for free, and then he was selling those used cars for more than they were worth because he was, they had less you know, miles. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. he was sentenced. But like the judge, the judge basically was pissed because they said, "Well, to the prosecutors, like essentially, you're prosecuting him, like for this because you don't have enough evidence to prosecute him for his wife's murder. So I'm only going to sentence him to 20 years of probation. Probation. Um, There on appeal, it was appealed later. The prosecutors did um, eventually get a nine-year prison sentence for him, and he he served that was released in 1997. In 2002, Sheila and he married, and they moved to rural Virginia. So, yeah, and there's definitely nothing going on between him, him right. and Sheila. Not definitely once. Definitely not. Not, no. Mm-mm. Um, I think, I so I watched a CB, there is a CBS, or like 48 Hours about mm-hmm. this episode. It's called The Clown Did It. It's really interesting. It goes into more, like, more detail and, like, interviews the son and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I'm pretty sure they moved to Virginia and, like, bought a restaurant or something, like, crazy. But, anyway, she was arrested in 2017 for the murder because apparently they had, like, connected her using DNA or something. Oh, they finally sorted out all the fucking coincidences? Yeah. <laughs> so, he hasn't been charged in relation to that, but she has. So she was arrested in 2017, charged, but I don't think her trial has happened yet because the the prosecutors were um, basically seeking like it as a death penalty case, right? And um, like I, I think they were having some issues, and now there's the COVID stuff. So like I don't know if they're going to um, continue to pursue the death penalty, but yeah, it's really. Ew. It's just you. Yeah, I don't and like that. When you watch the episode, because I watched it a really long time ago, so I found this article and I was like, oh, this sounds really familiar. And then as I was reading, I'm like, oh, I, I've, I have seen an episode of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure if I watched it, there was probably some more details that I could have included. But um, yeah, it was. it's just a creepy case and I feel so bad for the son. And like the son you know mike was his stepdad and then after his mom was murdered because he was already an adult but like right you know his stepdad never really got in touch with him again and they were i don't know it's just of course it's sad all around so yeah um, wow. hopefully sheila will get her justice and who knows maybe she did it and like mike didn't know she was gonna do it but yeah I like, do maybe find she was trying to just like to get rid of the wife because like I mean, if if you were him and that happened, you would probably assume that it would have been her, right? Um, in just in general, but also it said that he did, he was said to have benefited financially from um, his wife's death. Oh, so sure. I'm assuming like a life insurance policy or right. a house or like whatever. But yeah, they inter- tried to interview him for this 48 hours case, and he said like they asked him like, did you do it? Did she do it? And he essentially, like, denied it. And he was like, no, I don't know why she would do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, sure, Jan. Mm-hmm. Again, like, sure, do you think we're all morons? You little like, asshole. You be smarter. Be smarter than that. But yeah, he's not. Like, quit being a dumb little dick. Right. A dumb little dick. There <laughs> we go. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> that is the end of mine. So, uh, if you're interested in hearing more, you can go watch the, I'm pretty, I, I just Googled, like, 48 hours um 
clown murder or the episode is called the clown did it and you can mm-hmm. search this online you can watch it i'm pretty sure for free nice so yeah well i mean nothing about that's nice but no it's all a bummer but interesting <laughs> definitely interesting um well do you have anything fun and fresh to share for everyone um i'm other than your static nails <laughs> no, it's been a pretty, like, you know, the same. It's the same. It's all the same. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not a lot of different things going on right now. <laughs> as a state employee, we're probably looking at pay cuts, so that's stressful, um, which, you know, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. Oh, it was also um, Audrey, our number one fan's birthday last weekend. Yes, it on was. On Saturday, so happy birthday, Audrey. We yes, love you. Yes, happy belated. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, well, she what didn't have you? a quarantine birthday. That sucks. I know. Well, we were all going to be in Mexico last mm-hmm. weekend, but we, here we are, not in Mexico. <laughs> not in Mexico. No, we're really near Mexico. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just I mean, to kind of. Just a casual 12-hour drive. Yeah, casual. You know, no big deal. hour flight. Yeah, no big. No biggie. <laughs> um, so. My fun and fresh thing was going to the chiropractor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, thing. But actually, a, an actual really fun and fresh thing. So last weekend, I made my first loaf of sourdough. Oh, yeah. We were on a Zoom birthday celebration mm-hmm. for Audrey, and you were eating it. Yeah, because it was, like, finally, like, done. Because it's, like, kind of an all-day ordeal to, like, actually yeah. make make the loaves. Um, but, like, I started with a starter that was literally just flour and water. Like, I haven't needed any yeast because like, it's fucking not in any store right now. And if you try to order on Amazon, it's, like, $50 for 12 packets, and that's not happening. Price gouging. Yeah, truly. Um, so, um, you know, make it, made my sourdough starter, figured that all that out. Interesting. Um, yeah. So you're getting crap. Like, I'm making earrings. You're making mm-hmm. bread. Yeah. I'm going to take f- calligraphy. Whoa. Classes. You know, like, I'm trying to be make this, like, a learning, productive time. Right? I'm also thinking of starting, like, I'm going to do a time lapse mm-hmm. of me making a pair of earrings um, and post on TikTok. That's fun. So. Charlie, could you Charles. shut your goddamn mouth? <laughs> Charles. I think that's yeah. his way of saying shut the fuck up mom we're done yeah like I'm done can you like get off your podcast now literally Thanks, so <laughs> um so my project for today has been also been making bread because my neck is feeling a little bit better so good, good, good. um when my project's gonna go take a nap <laughs> Just kidding. love that for you <laughs> um so yeah after we're done recording I'm gonna go uh, proof my loaves. If you've Send seen the Great British Bake Off, you are familiar with that. Proof. Proving. Send me, like, <laughs> a, a video of it. I want to see it. I will. And I'll probably post pictures on my Instagram because, yeah, you, should. you know, I'm a proud Record bread bitch. It. Why not? Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Yes. We will be back on Wednesday with the Amanda Knox, finally. Yep. Um, yep. Long awaited. And <laughs> all on Netflix and then like we said trial by media Mm -hmm. um yeah we're going to do our best to kind of get back on a regular schedule but things have been really busy so if not then you know expect in every other week that's what we can commit to right now right but um we're we're going to try to keep get back on that weekly episode (laughs) we just need to kind of catch up it's been yeah it's been crazy busy in a series of unfortunate events with the Zimmer folk. Truly. 
<laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, now Jax is yelling at me, so. Perfect. Our dogs are over us right now. So, yeah, we'll catch you Wednesday with another one. Good. Yep. Bye.